Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for free, your brand-new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, it's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Hey, as spring unfolds, the warmer breezes, guess what? It is time to embrace the comfort of your own backyard and I have found a game changer for your home oasis. It's the Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, this is the ultimate two-for-one deal. You get a luxurious hot tub that meets an elite exercise pool that you'll love. This is not just relaxation. It is a first-class experience in the privacy of your own space. Just go to masterspas.com, enter the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner for up to $1,000 off your Master Spa exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand that I trust. That's masterspas.com. You know how much I love my pillow, how much it's changed my life for the better. Well, I figured it was about time that I let you know about my pillow sheets. Now, Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. That's why he has created the new Giza Dream Bed Sheets. Now, these sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza, that's only grown in a very small region where the Sahara Desert, Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. These Giza sheets are available in a variety of colors. They come with Mike's 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. The first night you sleep on these sheets, it's heaven. You'll never want to sleep on anything else. Now, right now, you, my listeners, you're going to save 30% and get free shipping when you use the promo code SEAN26, S-E-A-N 26, when you go to MyPillow.com. Again, that's promo code SEAN26, S-E-A-N 26, at MyPillow.com. All right, happy Monday, and we're glad you are with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number if you want to be a part of this program. You know, a lot of friends, a lot of you that make my life, my job, what I do possible, all weekend have been asking me, what do you think? And I, I did, did I, don't, I don't have a Twitter account. I have no access to it anymore. And either Linda or Kristen, who works on the TV show, I, was, I did have them tweet out on my behalf and a lot of things this weekend. And I just, I know a lot of you are like, yeah. You know, you want to spike the football. No, finally. 
I don't even feel that a little bit. I'm angry. I am pissed off today. I'm happy that the truth came out. I'm happy that, yeah, the media is wrong again, and we've been right all along. And I, I know that there's a part of this that should be saying, yep, here, it, it's, this should not happen in the United States of America. And as far as I'm concerned, this is just the first chapter in what has got to be the biggest challenge that we face as a country moving forward. You know, how many lives have been, you know, turned over upside down, inside out, and the Democrats, all they want to do is keep it going. Keep keep it going. How we handle what has happened, and we'll go through all of this in detail going forward, is all that's going to matter here. Because we, uh, for example, we have watched for nearly three years a corrupt, abusively biased media report every day with hysteria, with a breathlessness, with an excitement and a glee that they were going to impeach and bring down a sitting president of that was elected by the smelly, we the smelly Walmart people, the irredeemable deplorables, the Americans that proudly cling to their Bibles and God and Jesus and and our, yeah, our belief in the Second Amendment. What has happened that needs to be unraveled and checks and balances put in place is not going to be an easy task. If we in this country, and I never thought this could happen, it, it just it is just not the glee that some of you think I should be feeling. That, that, well, Hannity, you've had it right the whole time. And all these other people were wrong the whole time. They lied to us. That happens almost, it's been happening for years. I did not cavalierly one day decide that journalism in America is dead. They earned it. And not only have they not gotten better, they have gotten they have gotten demonstrably worse. Britt Hume calling the media's coverage of this entire debacle the worst journalistic debacle of my lifetime. Do you know how many people have wanted me fired for my coverage? Do you know this ensemble cast of people that we put together that if it wasn't for maybe 15 people, including some of my fellow brethren radio talk shows, Rush and Mark and, and Laura and others, there was, and it was like we were standing there alone the whole time, knowing that the biggest abuse of power corruption scandal in this nation's history was unfolding. Britt Hume said, the worst journalistic debacle of my lifetime, and I've been in this business 50 years. I've never seen anything quite this bad last this long. 
It was a terrible thing. It needs to be investigated. He called on media organizations and newspapers to review how and why they spent so much time covering utterly baseless speculation. How many anonymous reports have we had in the last couple of years? In some cases, culminating with accusations of treason, which I'll chronicle today, against the president of the United States. Leading members of the media must do some major soul searching, but so far, he's not seeing any of that type of introspection from many since the conclusion of the Mueller report. When you have the highest people in power in government abusing their power in government, when we, have, we haven't even gotten to the illegal surveillance, the illegal unmasking, the leaking of raw intelligence. We haven't gotten to the 2016, a 350% increase in such unmaskings, 300 attributed to the former UN ambassador under Obama, Samantha Powers. When, you, when we give people the ability to basically shine a laser into your house and record every single thing said and done in that house, and that power is abused, and when that weaponry, as powerful as it is, is turned on, it, it, we, the people of this country, we are at risk of losing the country forever. They, at the end of the day... We know and we have evidence of a rigged FBI Department of Justice investigation into Hillary Clinton, which needs to now be reopened. After she rigged the primary, as we all know, I, I never understood why I was the only one that seemed to care, because foundationally is such a danger to our country. Then they tried to rig a general election. And they leaked to their friends in the media Russian lies in the process to Isakoff and David Korn and the Washington Post, and they disseminated that information to the American people prior to the election. Russian lies of all things. And when they spy, as they did, on an opposition party in a presidential election year, as they did, when they go before FISA courts and commit frauds of omission by not telling the FISA court judge who paid for the dirty Russian dossier, and fraud before the FISA court by representing what we now know is unverifiable Russian lies to secure the warrant, which denies an American citizen, in this case, Carter Page due process and constitutional rights, when you deny a free and fair election to Donald J. Trump and his supporters, and then after the election, you attempt a coup of a sitting president by using, of all things, Hillary Clinton's bought and paid for Russian lies as an insurance policy. And I know everyone's praising Mueller, but when you appoint a special counsel who appoints a one-sided team of pro-Hillary and anti-Trump political advocates, and you still can't get to where you want to go, the damage that have been done to countless people in this is incalculable. But more importantly, the damage to our justice system is 
extraordinarily dangerous in terms of is America going to have equal justice under the law? Are we going to have equal applications of our laws? Are we going to have a constitutional republic or will this be a banana republic where the chosen powerful get to decide how this country goes? That's why it's now time to focus on fixing this colossal, corrupt abuse of power and mess. And no future president should ever have to endure this. The American people deserve better than what we have had happen here. And these people that abuse this power, every single solitary one of them, and I'll list them, they need to be held accountable for the crimes they committed, for the abuse of intelligence weapons that they turned on their own people because they knew better. They're super patriots. Now, the media, they're just hopeless. Don't ever expect the retraction, an apology, or that they're ever going to change their ways. They will double down again. They are so full of conspiracy theory, rage, and hatred of any and all things Trump and anybody that supports him. They're not capable of change. But they are never to be trusted going forward. That's who they are, and that's who they will ever be. I do not expect them to change or be held accountable. They're even, they're even showing signs of more rage and hatred now because they've been exposed again. Notice how often they're wrong and we're right. Did they ever vet Obama? Oh, Frank Marshall, Davis, Alinsky, Acorn, Community Organizing, the Church of GD America, America's Chickens Home to Roost, starting your career in the home of unrepentant terrorists. They were not interested. They would never tell you about his eight years of what was a colossal failure of a president. We did. You know, it's funny that we've now revisited recently the Richard Jewell case. They were wrong then. Why did they go after a 16-year-old Nicholas Sandman as hard as they did and these other kids that are in high school? 16-year-old kids and bludgeoned them with lies and misinformation because they wanted it to continue their political narrative about Trump or Jesse Smollett, whatever his name is. Why did they buy that hook, line, and sinker? Why were they wrong on the Cambridge police? What? Think of the ramifications of their horrible reporting in Ferguson. The expectations that they built up in people by them rushing to judgment, having an agenda. They did it again in Baltimore. Freddie Gray, they rushed to judgment. Those cops are getting convicted. They didn't. They did it down in Florida with, you know, the, the Zimmerman-Trayvon case. They rushed to judgment. They did it with UVA. They did it with Duke Lacrosse. They did it with Kavanaugh. They did it with Justice Thomas. They did it with Robert Bork. This is just a whole new level. They laughed at the idea, run, Donald, run. They have never taken a second to stop the every second, every minute of every hour of every day now for three years. 
to even mention a single accomplishment of this president, of which there are many record-breaking accomplishments. They hate him, and they hate all of you and us that voted for him. And they wanted to take him down with a vigor and a, and a rage that was psychotic and out of control to the point that any source or no source was good enough for them. And that's the same with the, you know, we have the media and the extreme radical Democratic Socialist Party. They are one entity. What they say about the border? Oh, it's not a manufactured crisis. Manufact- they even use the same words. Are we going to get to the bottom of this? Because let me tell you something. This is not a celebratory moment. We have a psychotic, dangerous rage and hatred that brought us to this point. Sore loserism at the highest level. Any anonymous source will do. Any wild speculation is, is, is within bounds. Run amok. The rule of law be damned. Due process be damned. Equal justice under the law be damned. Equal application of our laws be damned. The Constitution ignored and that be damned too in the process of advancing their agenda. The media mob, the Democratic Party mob have now caused incalculable harm, division, and damage in this country. And every deep state actor as well. It now defines them. And unless and until we get this right and put in place the checks and balances that we, the people, deserve, this cannot, this will, this will happen again and again, and we will lose the country. Right, just to give you a programming notes here, Jay Sekulow is going to check in with us. You know, one individual, George Papadopoulos spent 12 days in jail. May not sound like a lot, but two years of hell. Him and his wife. And a lot of other innocent people's lives ruined. The vice president will also be joining us today. Um, I've got so much more to say on all aspects of this. The most important is getting it right for the future of this country. Um, By the way, one place that you can help your kids learn about the Constitution, don't ever forget. You want to know, teach your kids about how politics and the Constitution work? Well, it's not going to happen at a government school. Uh, like explaining the difference between capitalism and socialism. Yeah, big uh, issue today. Or maybe you wish you knew more about American history. The good news is, you know what, we should all be lifelong learners. And no matter how busy you are, how long it's been since maybe you went to school, well, you can do it for free. Hillsdale College has a service to the country, and it is a necessary service. They have free online courses that provide a taste of the core curriculum every Hillsdale College student takes and the core that teaches how to think critically and act virtuously and it can help you in your life and your kids lives too. get started it's simple to sign up for one or more of Hillsdale's Hillsdale's most um, uh, popular online courses for free it's all free start learning whatever you want they have a special website you can register it's online.hillsdale.edu online.hillsdale one word.edu all right so stop wishing and you know what you need the gaps for your kids filled in. Um, the vice president, Jay Sekulow, I'm going to remind you who got it right. And going forward, how do we protect the greatest, freest, best country 
God has ever given man that has provided more wealth and opportunity for so many people from this ever happening again and risking losing the greatest country ever created by God. Simply Safe Home Security, this is a truly good, honest, great company, and you don't find many of those anymore. And Simply Safe is 100% committed to helping you fear less in your home. Now, they'll protect your home 24-7, and they really take care of you. Now, Simply Safe CEO started the company from the ground up right at his kitchen counter. Now it's the fastest growing home security company in the entire country, and they protect millions of Americans every single day. But they still run like a small company with the same values that they started with. And that's why Simply Safe has no contracts, no hidden fees, no installation fees. Now the system is wireless and practically invisible in your home, and you can order it online. Just a few clicks, and you'll see that it feels good to fear less. Just go to simplysafe.com slash Sean to get 10% off. That's simplysafe.com slash Sean. Free shipping, free returns, and 10% off because you listen to my show. Simplysafe.com slash Sean. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. 25 till the top of the hour. I know some of you want me to spike a football. I know it. I'm reading your emails. I'm reading people now. I, I, I see. I, I, I honestly don't take any pleasure in the fact that for two years that uh, we have gotten a living crap beaten out of us. And I, I've got to give shout outs because there were not many of us. There really weren't that were digging deep. You know, John Solomon, Greg Jarrett, Sarah Carter, Byron York. Jay Sekulow, Rudy Giuliani, Kim Strassel at The Wall Street Journal. Sidney Powell, Andy McCarthy, Victor Davis Hanson, Dan Bongino, our friend D.C. McAllister, Molly Hemingway, another one, Monica Crowley, Mark Meadows, Jim Jordan, Matt Gates, Jeff Lord. I, by the way, think of our team here, Linda, Jason, Ethan. What's the new girl's name? Ah, oh, kidding, Kylie. And we have one. I meant the other new person. I was thinking of her. She's not here. Yeah, you don't remember either. Oh, great. Yeah. And my TV team, team, I would ask them all to dig deep. I asked everybody to research daily. You know, and, and, and you know, then you can't forget the others, like my fellow talk radio brethren. You know, I mean, Joe Pags and, you know, all my wonderful, I'm not going to mention every because of Lars Larson, Rush, and Mark. And you know what? My, my fellow people of Fox, Tucker, Laura, Fox and Friends, these people all, there weren't a lot of us. There weren't. And it was a 99.9% of the corrupt media mob in their psychotic, you know, vile hatred and rage that took over any sense they had. That's got to change, too. Look at, you know, is Jeff Zucker proud? You know, there was a hundred and eight, you know, Michael Avenatti got arrested today, and it's not my top story by any means. You know, it's, um, what, for trying to extort, charges are try, allegedly trying to extort Nike for 15 to $25 million. He's in custody. Um, I, you know, whatever. But he was on fake news CNN and MSNBC in a two-month period 110 times. Their favorite anti-Trump guest. It wasn't an accident what happened to Nicholas Sandman or their position on Jussie Smollett. Whatever you say his name. And what am I looking at? 
Oh, I, Linda hands me a package. I mean, my team, honestly, this has not been, I'm the fa- I'm the, the voice on radio and the face on TV. But I got to tell you something, we've all, you know, we, we don't sleep. We live, eat, breathe, and do this every day. It's not by accident that we've been right in all these high-profile cases, and they've been wrong. Because if I'm wrong once, they want to rip my lungs out and and fire and boycott me, and just like everybody else on Fox and on radio. Mainstream, I have put it up on the website. I can't possibly get this in in a three-hour show. It's on our website, Hannity.com. I didn't have to ask. Wise ass. You're just such a wise ass. Really. You know, you just love to rub it in. Uh, Chance meets the prepared mind. Thank you is in order. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Look at this this letter by by our new attorney general. Oh, I have hope for once. That we had, let's see, a special counsel, 16 lawyers, 40 FBI agents, intelligence analysts, forensic accountants, the special counsel issued 2,800 subpoenas, executed 500 search warrants, obtained more than 230 orders for communication records, issued almost 50 orders of authorizing use of pen registers and 13 requests of foreign governments for evidence, interviewed approximately 500 witnesses, 500 lives upturned in ways you will never know. And some of these people can't afford the lawyers they had to hire. They can't. And now the Democrats, they don't give a flying rip. They're going to call them all back again because they can't handle the truth that they were so wrong. And that, in fact, that there will be no further indictments. There's no sealed indictments, which they were reporting late Friday. And, you know, look, Mueller couldn't have been any more clear. My biggest question about Mueller is, why did you take so long? Why did you upend everybody else's lives? Why did you appoint this team of radical Trump-hating Democratic donors with a track record of people like Weissman and, and even Clinton's own lawyer? And he still couldn't get what they wanted him to get. They, they, they just, they, everything they had, they've thrown at this president. This man went through an FBI investigation, two congressional investigations. Both said no, zero evidence of collusion. I mean, when, you know, as, it, as he says, the first describes his orders, what it was, Russian efforts to influence the election documents, crimes committed by persons associated with the Russian government. Why didn't he care about Hillary's bought and paid for Russian dossier? That was leaked to the media to impact the American people before the last election and used as, according to the Nunes and the Grassley-Graham memos, of the bulk of information in the FISA warrant applications against the Trump campaign associate. So they had a complete backdoor and spies in the Trump campaign in the lead up to a, a presidential election. If we don't get to this is what needs to happen. The investigation, now even James Baker thought Hillary should be indicted. The number one general counsel lawyer at the FBI under Comey thought she should be, she should have been indicted for the Espionage Act. I've never seen, you know, this whole thing about everybody so, well, what about obstruction? It didn't take a position. No, the AG and Rod Rosenstein took a a position, and it's in the letter where they clearly state, no, they had no evidence 
as it relates to obstruction of justice either, considering the president's comments were rightful and true. And if they don't have the evidence, that means it doesn't rise to the level. That now is being spun out of control. And then they're moving on to the next one. Hillary needs a full, complete, honest investigation. The Everybody involved with the rigging of the Bernie Sanders primary needs to be investigated. Everybody involved in this attempt to use Russian influence to either spy or get into the Trump campaign, they need to be investigated for their abuse of power. Uh, spying on an opposition party in a presidential election year under false pretenses vis-a-vis FISA warrants, fraud by omission by not telling the court she paid for it, fraud in representing uh, Russian lies that were never verifiable. They didn't do their job, and they did it to impact the election. Denying an American citizen due process and constitutional rights, denying America a free and fair election. That goes for the American people and the president now himself when he was a candidate. You know, Jim Comey's lies, he signs the first FISA warrant, basically attesting to the truthful nature of the Russian dossier. And then three months later in Trump Tower says, well, it's unverified. That's not what they said to the FISA court in October leading up to the election. Then, of course, then the insurance policy, which is nothing short of an attempted coup of a sitting president by using, of all things, Russian lies paid for by Hillary as a as a weapon to bludgeon Donald Trump for all of this time. And making sure that their friend got appointed special counsel with a one sided team of pro Hillary anti Trump political advocates Think of the collateral damage. Michael Flint pleads guilty to lying when the FBI didn't think he lied. Why? Because they were threatening his son and his family. And he lost his house because he couldn't pay for the lawyers. This is how we treat 33-year-old, uh, 33-year veterans and war heroes that, that fought in combat? I, 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 that's, that's not the country I know. He needs to withdraw that guilty plea. He needs, I'll, I'll, I'll start a, a fund that he gets a lawyer. It's ridiculous. But the collateral, George Papadopoulos, what about his collateral damage? An unknown. He has a book out today. Where do you read this book? It blew me away. I was reading it last night. Anyway, or Manafort's case was dead and buried. Now, did Manafort... And Cone, it looks like it looks like they were stupid. They didn't pay their taxes and they lied on loan applications. Michael had taxi medallion issues and Manafort, but no Russia collusion at all. But they, you know, what did they want to do? What did what did the judge teach us in this case? Put the screws to Manafort so he sings or composes so they can impeach Trump or whatever or, you know, or remove him from office. That's what happened. Kimberly Strassel, who's also been amazing in all this, actually has a column out today pointing out that Mueller's report and failure to find any evidence against Trump is an indictment on the senior officials. Senior officials is key. I had an FBI friend last night through another friend of mine give me FBI pins, an FBI shirt. And I'm wearing that FBI pin tonight in solidarity with the rank and file FBI agents, the 99.9% of the world's premier 
uh, law enforcement agency. And you know what FBI guys have been saying? Thank you for, for always taking the time to distinguish us from them because they aren't us. They don't represent us. And they were angrier than anybody else that I know. It is the greatest law enforcement agency on the planet. And what Comey did in this particular case. But Strassel's right. You know, the FBI unleashed, as well as the intel community, powers on a candidate for office of the presidency, an astonishing first in this country. It did so on the incredible grounds that the campaign conspired to aid a foreign government, used the most aggressive tools in their arsenal, surveillance of U.S. citizens, secret subpoenas, phone records, documents, human informants. None of this should have ever happened absent highly compelling evidence from the start. Yet we now know the FBI operated on a basis of over, an overheard conversation of a third-tier campaign aide, George Papadopoulos, who knows he was being set up, as well as a wild dossier financed by a rival presidential campaign. Mueller's no collusion finding amounts to judgment that there wasn't any evidence. The Papadopoulos claim was always thin. The dossier could never be verified because its author doesn't stand by it. This was not hard for me to figure out. I wish I could tell you I'm a genius. I'm not. This was staring us right in the face. And my so-called, you want to know why I've always had contempt for these people. That's why I've never been to one of these idiotic Washington correspondence dinners. I was dragged once to a Christmas party during the, you know, during the, at the White House during the, it was for family. It wasn't for me. Trust me. I don't like them. They have an agenda, and that agenda has been exposed. How are you ever going to watch them and trust them again? They never deserve your trust again, period. How many high-profile cases are these people going to get wrong? Most recently, Smollett. Most recently, uh, Nicholas Sandman. But UVA, Duke, Richard Jewell, Ferguson, Cambridge, Trayvon, George Zimmerman, you know, when when do they ever get held accountable? The media even, you know, there's a piece by Matt Tibby, Rolling Stone, is devastating to the media today. And uh, he used to be on Imus' show quite a bit, I remember. But anyway, he said, nobody in the press wants to hear this, but news from the special prosecutor Mueller is now headed home without issues. It is a death blow for the reputation of the American news media. What I've been telling you since 2007. Nothing Trump is accused of from now by the press will be believed by huge chunks of the population, a group that is now larger than his original base. There will be people protesting. The Mueller's report doesn't prove anything. What about the 37 indictments? Most of these indictments are Russian and Intel and bot companies. And Devin Nunes warned everybody way back in 2014, Russia and Putin would do this. They've done it before. They'll try and do it again. Let me warn everybody. That's all going to happen. And then he says, stop, just stop. Any journalist who goes there, the 37 indictments, the financial matters, he said, is making it worse. Of course they're going to make it worse. They can't control themselves. The cowardly Schiff, Adam Schiff, he needs to be removed from that intel committee. 
It's a disgrace, the lies that he has told. No wonder he won't come on the air. Piers Morgan has a devastating column out in the Daily Mail today. The Russia collusion hoax was a disgraceful fake news witch hunt that shames all of Trump's deranged enemies in the media, the FBI, Hollywood, and has probably ensured their worst nightmare, his reelection. And with his track record, he deserves it, but they've never reported on it. And then Schiff now say, well, Mueller ignored incriminating evidence. Uh, no, he tried hard to nail Trump. Gave it everything he had. James Comey will be among the first witnesses of Lindsey Graham. You know what Barbara Streisand said about, oh, those kids were privileged to be around Michael Jackson. And whatever his sexual needs are, were, these were children, Barbara Streisand. What is wrong with you? Diana Ross is insane and by the way we learned it goes right to the top and that means loretta lynch i want to know what she knew and when she knew it i want to know what susan rice knew and when she knew it and what clapper knew and what brennan knew and you know what else i want to know what barack hussein obama knew and when he knew it jay secular vice president pence george papadopoulos i am pissed off All right, a lot of ground to cover today. Vice President Mike Pence will weigh in on uh, Mueller's report and uh, where we go from here. Also, Jay Sekulow, between him and Rudy and that whole team, they work there, they literally masterful in terms of protecting the office of the presidency, the Constitution, the rule of law. You think that job was easy? It wasn't. And also George Papadopoulos, one person, one life, impacted in a major way by all of this deep state abuse of power. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it. Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, And that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign up when you use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean, and your first 30 days of protection are free.
Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Sean. All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn. But after meeting with counselors at Preborn Network Clinics, well, guess what? They loved her. They supported her. And they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. Can you help out this great mission of preborn and maybe even in a big way? Every donation is tax deductible. They don't get a penny from the federal government like Planned Parenthood. They rely on people that believe in the sanctity of life and people in the pro-life community. Now to donate, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or just go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show. The uh, vice president of the United States, Mike Pence, is coming up. George Papadopoulos is stopping by. I, you know, I was reading his book last night. Wow. Just one person, a small player, and you talk about having your life turned upside down, including 12 days in jail, which was, by the way, a miracle. At one point, he says, you know what? I'm not taking this. I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna not go the 12 days. I'm like, no, go. Take your 12 days. I said, it may be two, five years by the end of, of this. And I'm no lawyer, but I do have, I have one of the greatest lawyers that I know. Um, Jay Sekulow is with us. He is the chief counsel at the American Center for Law and Justice. He is the counsel to the president. He has, I know from personal knowledge, um, We've been friends a long time. Uh, I don't think he has slept more than three or four hours a day as this entire thing has gone on. Um, And I know that you'll never get the credit, you and your team and Rudy and everybody else, the amount of time, energy, effort, and detail that went into your case here um, had to at times be very hard. Well, Sean, first, it's been an unbelievable honor representing the President of the United States and um, obviously, we are very, very excited with the way this has concluded. I think this is a great day. I think what the president said is right. This is a, America is the greatest country in the world, and this was a great day, and not only for our president, uh, but also it was a great day for the country. And I, I just I'll tell you, it's a humbling thing to represent a president of the United States, and um, that God's allowed me to have that opportunity is just something that, you know, I'm thankful for every day. I will tell you this. This is... Um, this was a hard-fought win. It took almost two years, but um, the end result is pretty great. I've been, I, I, I know I should feel the same way, and, and I know my audience has been saying, because there's been two narratives in the country. There's been a handful of us, uh, Greg and John and Sarah and my TV and my radio team, and, yep. and I, I, I've Sidney Powell, and I'm not going to mention everybody, but there's been a small, small group of us that have been saying this is the biggest abuse power scandal and you're missing the whole story and they got it wrong. To me, Jay, um, if we don't fix this mess so that no other election could be influenced this way or no president ever has to endure this level of unfairness and abuse of power by the, by really the top intelligence, Department of Justice, even top FBI players, we're in deep trouble as a country. That's what I'm worried about, how we now correct this. Well, we got to find out how did we get here. What we know is that there were these FISA warrants, which apparently were not supported, obviously not supported now. 
there was also the Steele dossier, which was a trumped-up fake document that was circulated within our intelligence community at the highest level, and that was wrong. And the fact is that uh, the country paid a price for that. As the president said today, you cannot allow this to happen to another president in this regard. This, I think, was the prime example A, I call it Exhibit A, of just a horrible, not only corruption at the highest levels, but really, if you, you can't even, if you start going over all the events that took place, Strzok and Page, Bruce Orr and Nellie Orr, and, and Fusion GPS with Christopher Steele, it's, it's numbing. And I think, in a sense, we got a little numb to it. But, look, at the end result, we got a great result, uh, and we can't be, I can't be more pleased well, than I am right now. Uh, look, I also, and, and I've said this publicly, I mean, you've represented me for many, many years, so I've yep. no, I know how you work, and you're a very special individual to me and on a personal level, a mentor, a friend, um, in a very deep way. And, you know, as this, as this report from Barr came out, the special counsel's investigation did not find that the Trump campaign or anyone associated with it conspired or coordinated with Russia in efforts to influence the 2016 presidential election. It cites the report. The investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities, which is great. But there was yep. Russian interference in the election, and Devin Nunes warned about it in 2014, and there was a phony Russian dossier yep. that, that was leaked and disseminated to the American people, leaked to the press. And then, of course, it was, according to Nunes and the Grassley-Graham memo, the bulk of the information used in a FISA warrant to spy on, an, uh, on a, not only a campaign associate, but the whole campaign. Right. So you had a counterintelligence operation that starts with bogus evidence. And the end result of that counterintelligence investigation is that we've spent millions of dollars. We've had people's lives turned upside down, literally turned upside down. And you're asking the right questions, how to correct it. You've got to find out where it happened, why it happened, and then figure out how to prevent it from ever happening again. Let me go through where, in the obstruction of justice side of things, that... Um Barr points out after making a thorough factual investigation, the special counsel considered whether to evaluate the conduct under department standards governing prosecution or declining decisions and ultimately determined not to make a traditional prosecutorial judgment. And yep. they therefore did not draw a conclusion one way or the other as to the uh, examined conduct, whether it constituted obstruction. Instead, for each relevant actions investigated, the report sets out evidence on both sides of the question leaves unresolved uh, what the special counsel views as difficult issues of law concerning the president. Yeah. And in fact, and here's the question I have. And right. because then he goes on to say something very profound. It's that the deputy attorney general, Rod Rosenstein, and I have concluded that the evidence developed, meaning what the special counsel had during the special counsel investigation is not sufficient to establish that the president committed an obstruction of justice offense. Our determination was made without regard to is not based on the constitutional considerations that surround indicting a sitting president. So in other words, they looked at it and they said, we're prosecutors. No way. Well, here's what happened. So that someone in the special counsel's office uh, developed the facts and they developed a theory of law, and it was a theory of law. And the facts were what they called difficult 
questions of law and fact. Well, when you've got difficult questions of law and facts, you don't recommend uh, criminal engagement or criminal enforcement. Here, they said that they're not accusing the president of criminal conduct, and then they have this line about it's also not an exoneration, which, by the way, is really not the that's not really their job. The job is not to exonerate. It's either to bring a charge or not, or to decline to bring a charge. But having said that, so what happened was they obviously internally could not come up with, within the special counsel's office, what this theory would be or whether it was viable. And because they work for the Department of Justice, they are part of the Department of Justice, they did what was appropriate, which is have the Department of Justice review through the Office of Legal Counsel initially, and that looks like that was going on for a number of weeks, maybe months, uh, these issues to determine whether there was any theory of obstruction that they thought would be applicable. The Office of Legal Counsel, then in consultation with the Deputy Attorney General's Office and the Attorney General of the United States, concluded that there was not. Well, all, you know, again, obstruction would be if there was an underlying issue, wouldn't there? Uh, any declarative statement by the president about this being a witch hunt or unfair would be, to me, the normal reaction of an innocent person. You know, it's very easy to criticize someone, except if you're the someone that's in the middle of this. And uh, look, I mean, this turned a lot of people's lives upside down uh, and and was also a, a drain on on uh, the individuals that were engaged in, in this investigation, as far as the people that were being looked at, but not only being looked at, the witnesses and everybody else. This was, remember how many witnesses went forward from the White House? This was unprecedented in U.S. history. The end result of all of that, the end result of all of that is that the president has been vindicated, the country has been vindicated, and it's good news for America that nobody was engaged in any kind of collusive activity. Here's what I'm most worried about, Jay, and there's a long list. It is very clear the investigation into Hillary and the Espionage Act and obstruction was a rigged investigation. Uh, it's very clear that not only the primary, but there was an effort to rig a general election. Uh, spying on an opposition party in a presidential election year. The FISA and fraud, uh, 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 the fraud on the FISA court by omission, not telling the court who paid for the dossier, and fraud in representing that it was verified when we now know it's authored, uh, can't verify it. So it was an unverifiable list of Russian lies. That denies an American right. citizen due process and constitutional rights. That's Carter Page. That denies right. a free and fair election for the president and his supporters. And then afterwards, using that phony Russian lies, those documents, you know, in an attempted soft coup of a sitting president as an insurance policy. Is there anything I'm saying well, that's wrong? No. I mean, so all of that, I don't disagree with anything you said. And here's what happened. The justice system actually worked, and we should be very proud as Americans, even though it took a long time, that the justice system ultimately prevailed here, and justice was, was done, at least as it relates to these issues. And I, I think it's, it's really hard-pressed after 2,800 subpoenas, 500 search warrants, 50 uh, pins, which is the phone record, uh, the phone pings back and forth, uh, was it 500 witnesses, 13 countries, and then Congress is saying they're going to now investigate Russian collusion and obstruction? That's already been done. Well, I mean, when you actually look at the the list, I mean, it's extensive, Jay. Oh, I know. You know, I mean, you look at Papadopoulos, you look at what happened with all these other people, and Congress now wants to do it again. 
But I'm not going to go into strategies on that on, on the broadcast. I will just tell you that I think it's an unbelievable overreach by the United States Congress, and, and I, I, I think it raises serious constitutional and statutory issues. That's all I'll say. Well, well Barr's summary of the, you know, if you really want to break it down, of the, of the special counsel's investigation, 2,800 subpoenas. They executed, what, nearly 500 search warrants, 13 requests right. for foreign right. governments for evidence, interviews of 500 witnesses. What did, you know, Dowd and others turn over? 1.4 million documents? Million. Right. Exactly. How many hours did, you know, the Trump family and Jared Kushner and and all these people, you know, have to... Uh, hundreds uh, of hours came out of the White House alone of the testimony. Hundreds and hundreds of hours. What changed? There's unprecedented. Co- there's never been cooperation like this in any any in, in inquiry of a president like this, where there's been this kind of cooperation. It was the exact opposite of the Clinton case. I th- and we got and we ended up with a much better result. <laughs> I must say, I was always dubious and very vocal about the team that Robert Mueller put together, and I think this should have been done more expeditiously. And I I thought it was a partisan team from Weissman to Jeannie Ray and everybody in between, and I've been very vocal about it. But I, I, I look back here and I'm, I'm wondering, you know, I wonder, did they not see the abuse of intelligence, of, of power, of the FISA courts, the FBI, Bruce Orr, Nellie Orr, James Comey, McCabe, Baker, Strzok, Page, Yates. And now we learned from the testimony last week of Page and Strzok that this went right into the office of Loretta Lynch. Yeah. So the answer is this is inexplicable. The whole situation with Orr, the Orr family, the Fusion GPS, Strzok and Page, you can't explain it, that their phones were wiped clean. None of this is right. At the end of the day, although painful as it was for a lot of people, justice as to the president was done. I've seen some of these people have, have had a very unfortunate turning upside down of their lives. And I think, you know, a human being should feel compassion for other human beings. But I, my job was representing the president, and my team's job was representing the president, and we're very pleased with the outcome. Well, I will tell you, because I know the personal toll that you paid and the price you paid and the hours you committed to this, and um, I think that you did the country a great service, and I don't ever think you'll get the recognition you deserve, and that's for you and your entire team. Rudy, I'm, I'm, I don't want to leave anybody out here in um, – I'm glad that did a great job. Even John Dowd and Ty Cobb back in the beginning of this. Yep. Uh, Mark Kasowitz and Mike Bowie all the way back. I mean, there's been just just look, you know, I'm a man of faith. I believe that things don't happen by accident and uh, the right teams were in place at the right time. And the end result of this was uh, a very good day for America. And uh, and we carry forward. And that's what we do next. You know, what we say next case. (laughs) Uh, it. You know, actually, one day I want people to hear. You once told me you pray unceasingly. I want you to explain that. I, I, yeah. I don't. I'm, a, I'm not a good. I, I, I need to, but I don't. Um, well, it's just, you know what? It's really simple. You, when you're doing something of this magnitude, if you think you could do this on your own and in your own power, I think you're deluding yourself. That's just, that's my, no, I'm not commenting on anybody else's faith commitment, but for me, so praying without ceasing means when I'm thinking about it, when I'm, I, I always ask God for wisdom. I, you know, it's, it was good enough for the, the Old and New Testaments. It's good enough for me. All right, Jay Seculo, uh, thank right. you for what you've done for your Thanks, country here. We I'm appreciate it. We'll see you tonight yeah. on Hannity. Also, Rudy Giuliani tonight. Uh, also tonight, Newt Gingrich, the great one, Mark Levin. I mean, we have a great show and a monologue that we're going forward. 
If we don't fix it, we lose the country. Uh, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program? We'll continue. All right, George Papadopoulos and his wife, Simone, are going to stop by. Their book is so fascinating, and I read it over the weekend. I even I marked up a thousand different ways. The Deep State, a deep state Target, How I Got Caught in the Crosshairs of the Plot to Bring Down President Trump. Um, it's sad what he went through. Now, I offered unsolicited advice to George when he was about to do his 12 days in prison. I'm going to challenge this. I'm not. I'm like, no. I said, if you withdraw your plea, you might spend five years in jail. I said, anybody can suck it up for 12 days. He actually describes the chicken wings on Wednesday were the best and that the prisoners respected him because they knew, like everyone else, he could sing or compose and he didn't. He didn't. You can lie and get out of anything now, which has to change as well. Does anybody in this panel right now have a sense of how this accumulation thing is going to work? We're looking now at Paul Manafort, the chairman of the campaign, the chairman of the convention and the whole campaign. We're looking at people like Durham Corsi, people, lesser players like Papadopoulos. Uh, we're looking at uh, Roger Stone, probably on the list for, for, the, for the guillotine here. All these people go into prison for a significant amount of years looking ahead. And then the president of the United States sit there. Is, is this a RICO situation, uh, uh, Barbara? I mean, if the mastermind walks as david thinks anything's possible here if the mastermind walks where 20 people go away to prison for a hard time i think history will have a hard time figuring this baby out what are the outstanding questions that your committee the house intelligence committee for example will continue to investigate regardless of what uh, the Mueller report reveals well you know there are uh, any number of examples that i could give you of information that we've obtained in our investigation, information that's become clear from the special counsel investigation that may not be neatly summed up in a decision or disclosure that we decided to indict A but not B. If they're not answered, um, then we're going to have to answer them. We're going to have to find uh, the truth. All right, 25 now till the uh, top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, toll-free uh, telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. What I've been saying all day is, you know, it, I know a lot of you want to take a victory lap here today. I, it is a great day in the end that, OK, we went through all of this. We got to the truth. And a part of me is glad. But it's how we handle what has happened moving forward. That That is all that's going to matter. If the media is allowed to continue these lies, this propaganda this you know, anonymous sourcing hysteria, breathless coverage, their conspiracy theories, which I, I am predicting they will double down on, then we have a real information crisis way beyond me telling you all in 07 that journalism is dead. But more importantly is this, that if these people with all of this power that we give them that have abused this power in unprecedented ways if if we don't get to the bottom of hillary clinton who did commit felonies getting a rigged investigation uh george papadopoulos joins us deep state target how i got caught in the crosshairs of the plot to bring down president donald trump he rightly has dedicated his uh, book to his wife, Simona. They both join us in the studio. Good to see you both. How are you? Doing great, Sean. Thanks for having us. Thanks uh, for having us, Sean. Hi. First of all, I first met your wife. I mean, she was fierce. 
Everyone thinks, by the way, you're Russian. You're not Russian. I'm not. Unfortunately, <laughs> to, I cannot disappoint the public. I'm Italian, right. 100%. <laughs> uh, um, and where are you from? I know... Uh... I'm from Caserta. It's a tiny city nearby Naples in the south of Italy. Okay. I have a tiny... And it's funny, right? Everyone thinks your wife was Russian the whole time. <laughs> oh, she's Russian. He's got a Russian wife. We have blondes over there, too. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> that, I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere near that comment. <laughs> but I watched your wife come on my show and defend you with a passion. Oh, yeah. That was... Wow, it was spectacular for you. In the end, I want you to give the overview. You got caught in all of this mess. And when you get to the truth about the professor, it was no reason for you to go through this ever. And if it can happen to you, and, and you were lucky, you only got 12 days in jail. And I, I talked to you before you went into prison. And I said, look, anyone can suck it up for 12 days. Easy for me to say, I'm sure. Tell us how you got here and explain, because you go into all the detail in your book. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a very uh, complicated story that's probably going to go against what the mainstream narrative has been for the last two years about me. And that's why I had to write this book, Deep State Target, because I finally had to speak uh, with my own voice and uh, describe my experiences um, from a personal standpoint. Obviously, my wife was my champion, and she was fierce in her way that she was trying to get my story out there. Um, but because the story was so complicated, involved so many different countries, so many characters, um, a five-minute or a ten-minute interview wasn't going to allow it to be justified. So um, what I did was I wrote a book where I explained from A to Z how I got involved, uh, not only with uh, Ben Carson, but then with Trump, what my career trajectory was, what led me to get a target on me, and all the foreign operatives and assets that were used to try and sabotage me, and by doing that, try to get to President Trump uh, eventually. And uh, basically what I do describe is a very, very well-orchestrated uh, operation uh, in which the British and the Australians were involved uh, to try and uh, working alongside the Obama Department of Justice to create these uh, fake Russian assets, intermediaries, to make it look like Trump people and Trump campaign advisors or transition officials were working with Russians, while at the whole time it was basically just a hoax. And this started with a professor in your particular case, and uh, just give the, 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 the short version of it. Sure. So uh, the, there was a Maltese professor um, who the FBI described as some sort of Russian agent who one day in London told me that the Russians possessed thousands of Hillary Clinton's emails. That was the narrative for two years. What my book explains is that this person uh, was highly connected to both the British intelligence uh, services, the, C uh, the CIA, and even the Italian intelligence services. He's currently uh, being held in Italy under the protection of the Italian state. And uh, I do hope that uh, moving forward, uh, President Trump and his administration uh, gets more clarity from the various countries that were involved trying to undermine his candidacy and presidency. You know, and as I, I, I look at your story and I've followed it along the way, you know, it ends up with you meeting the special counsel, which you discussed. Bring us into that room that day. Yeah. Uh, so after I'm uh, basically uh, violently arrested at the airport coming back from a, a trip from Europe, um, I am rushed off uh, a, a train. I'm, I have the FBI looking through my bags. I've never read my Miranda rights. Um, and then I'm not told actually what I'm being arrested for, except I'm being tossed into a filthy cell uh, with two inmates in there and me not understanding what happened until yeah, for the, 25 hours, right? For 25 hours. The next day I wake up, I'm sleeping with one eye open the whole time, uh, and I'm in front of a magistrate where the special counsel is two hours late to that meeting, and they're telling me I'm looking at 25 years in prison for some bizarre charges of lying to the FBI and obstruction of justice. Um, 
the the story gets a little more complicated because, uh, as I explained in my book, uh, what they were really after me for were my ties to Israel. Uh, this is something that's very shocking to many people because they really didn't understand what and how I actually got involved in presidential. By the way, you first supported Ben Carson. You, yeah. you annoyed Corey Lewandowski, you talk about in your book to exactly. death. Exactly. And, and you, you kind of like get in the campaign, you meet the professor, next thing you know, you're, you know, you have a call with Sam Clovis. Yeah. And that's what kind of brought you in deeper. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, basically, some this target, all these various characters in London were just following me around. They had this pre-planned. I mean, this this was not, they didn't wake up one day and decide to take down Trump. This is why Australia and Great Britain don't want the president giving out these materials. And they've been all over him, I believe, not to. And you, you're smiling because you know that's true. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, where we go from here is an important question. Uh, let me just say, so you went to prison for 12 days. Simona, you went there, and every single day you would go see him for the 12 days. Every single day I no. was allowed into. I was basically in this uh, hotel, very simple hotel nearby his uh, prison camp, and uh, I could experience the support of the locals. They were uh, um, outraged by this uh, machination. They follow my interviews on TV, and they were uh, sincerely empathetic with mm -hmm. uh, what was happening. Uh, seeing George in jail was uh, a defeat. A defeat uh, of he didn't like his green uniform? It was very cute. <laughs> 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 it was very, very cute in his green uniform. Uh, that, you, uh, I guess you could hold hands, but that's probably the most you could do in jail, right? Well, I was behaving inappropriately. Every time I tried to hug him, some, yeah. some uh, police no officer was like, no, you're not allowed to. Yeah. Uh, so it was, uh, it was very frustrating. But, um, you know, seeing him here... What did it mean to have her there every day uh, she kept me alive um but the prisoners were nice to you the prisoners and, chick and wednesday chicken wings are great <laughs> <laughs> you write about all this in the book yeah, i do and uh, look i was fortunately in trump country uh we live in la now so i'm very happy i wasn't designated to go to prison in california because i just don't know what would have been waiting for me and it was minimum security i mean yeah. i mean i i spend most of my time reading newspapers in the morning playing uh basketball and uh, if it was warm enough we would have played softball uh, outside where they have a stadium. So, I mean, it wasn't uh, what you see in the movies or anything like that. But still, I missed my family. I felt uh, there was an injustice. And uh, even the inmates and the prisoners, I mean, and the guards themselves were basically telling me that this is a war going on against the president. You got caught up in it. Just keep your head up. But but they also like the fact that, you know, for example, it's like in the case of Manafort, they want you to, and, and describe Mueller in your interrogation, they want you to sing or compose. And they basically give you a script, don't they? If you say this, we'll go easy on you. Bas that, that, did that happen to you? That was going to be my next point. Basically, what my entire interaction with the FBI and then Mueller for the entire year and a half was basically, who did I tell on the campaign about this stupid information that this uh, guy in London told me? Because they were looking to make a conspiracy The professor. Case. The professor. They knew who this person was. I explained in my book that the FBI knew exactly who this guy was. He wasn't a Russian. He was obviously working with the British and uh, the American intelligence services. They wanted to use me to basically create this conspiracy and they were gonna, and my lawyers were pressuring me, tell them, tell them, tell them. They were saying, tell us and you won't, nothing will happen to you. I was never gonna flip against the president because I would have rather gone to jail well, than when tell you a say lie. flip, you meant lie. Yeah, lie, yeah, lie, lie. And they wanted you to lie. Basically, that's what was my impression. I was in there for hours and hours having my head beaten, but I wasn't going to lie. All right, quick break. More with uh, George uh, Papadopoulos and his uh, wife, Simona. We're putting it up on Hannity.com. This is a must-read book. This gives you, you know, just one player in this whole s scheme of things and the pain, the suffering, uh, 
that they needlessly had to go through in our country with our system of justice, and it should never happen. It's called Deep State Target, how I got caught in the crosshairs of the plot to bring down President Trump. It's on Hannity.com, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere now. All right, as we continue, uh, George Papadopoulos and his wife, Simona, with us. Uh, their brand new book, this is a fascinating read. You're going to love it, including his time in prison. Deep State Target, How I Got Caught in the Crosshairs of the Plot to Bring Down President Trump. Uh, later this week, I'm going to have you both on TV. Um, obviously, I've got a lot of news to get to, but you also, I remember when your name came up. I was all around the Trump campaign. I never heard of George Papadopoulos. I'm not being insulting to you, but I'm like, huh? And I'm like, okay, the president didn't know who you are. I don't, nobody rem- remembered you. Ex- maybe Corey did. But what happened with, the, they made this case about drinks with Al- um, Australian diplomat Andrew, um, what's his name, Downer. You know, so when you're brought in and Mueller's people, how many people are in the room when they're interrogating you about Downer and about this professor? Um, so that's a very good question. Actually, they weren't even interested in the professor. They wanted Downer. Uh, actually, they weren't but, even really interested in him either. They wanted Trump. They wanted Trump. They knew. How that, many times did you met Trump? I met him once. Okay. In one meeting, did you talk in that meeting? Yeah. Did you think he remembers you? Because I, I don't uh, think he does. I'm, I'm there just doing my job at on the campaign. If he, I, I, I don't know exactly, but what, I, what I was involved with, what the special counsel was, they were using these orchestrated events to make my situation larger than life which were all fake in events. And, what, and look at how NBC News, MSNBC covered the you and Downer and Clovis. They blew this up into the yeah. biggest thing. And the drinks that you had together was the biggest conspiracy ever. But you know where it gets even more nefarious right now, Sean? I was one of four witnesses that was or, uh, asked to testify in front of the House Oversight Committee. Papadopoulos, Lynch, Yates, and Comey. There's a reason I was one of only four witnesses Why? invited. Because they know as well as I know and as well as I always knew that Alexander Downer was sent to spy on me and was working as an asset of Western intelligence, probably in coordination with the FBI, to try and sabotage the Trump campaign on behalf of his own vested interests in the Clinton presidency and obviously with the dirty... In other words, uh, they outsource intelligence uh, techniques that they can't do on their own. Yes, and it's it's been very clear. I mean, I don't want to talk for Congressman Mark Meadows, but he's been recently tweeting a lot about me, Mm -hmm. about a lot of information in my file that I think is going to reveal a lot of this uh, information that I've just been talking about openly, but they obviously are privy to the classified stuff. What I'm going to do is, I, I just wanted to get you on today. It's obviously a huge news day because you're one family. Yes. Um, that I've gotten to know. And I, I remember at one point you were going to give up your plea and I said, serve you 12 days. I remember now, that. I, I, I offered it unsolicited to you because I felt like if you open that can of worms, uh, what you might be doing two years. And I did not want that for you and your family. But I'm going to invite you back here in the studio. Are you here all week? Absolutely. And yes. I we're going to do, do a deeper dive. But I want everyone to grab this book. It's on sale now. Hannity.com, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. Deep State Target, how I got caught in the crosshairs of the plot to bring down the president, George Papadopoulos. How would you like to give up 12 days of your life? And it was only 12 because you wouldn't lie to, to people that wanted you to lie in their effort to bring down the president. Um, Simona, you have been wonderful on behalf of your husband. It was an amazing display of strength and partnership. Uh, yes. I yes. applaud you as well. Thank George, you. I've gotten to know you well, and I uh, I think a lot about you. I know who you are. Thanks a lot, Sean. Thank um, you. 
And everybody get those books. Amazon.com, Deep State Target. It is a fat. This will be a movie. I want the movie rights. <laughs> I think it, it, there is a place to become a movie. Absolutely. I want to play George because he's really good looking. And I'm like, you know, I'm an old man that's fat and out of, out of control. I'm gray hair. I got to start getting into the martial training that you're yeah. doing. You're looking good. You know, I got to get back in shape like you are right now. Listen, exactly. I may not look like it, but I could really kill you. Uh, <laughs> but I never would, obviously. All right. Quick break. Right back. Uh, the vice president of the United States, Mike Pence, is next. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. Yesterday was a great day for our country, our president, and every American who cherishes the truth. After two years of investigation and reckless accusations by many Democrats and members of the media, the special counsel confirmed what President Trump said all along. There was no collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia during the 2016 election, and the Attorney General confirmed there was no obstruction of justice. Make no mistake about it, my fellow Americans, this was a total vindication of the President of the United States and our campaign. And it should be welcomed by every American. And even if some Democrats want to spend more time on discredited allegations, the American people can be confident. The President and I are going to continue to focus where we always have, on the issues that are most important to our country, on a stronger and more prosperous America, and on a safer world. And that's exactly what we've done since the first day of this administration. All right, that was the vice president of the United States uh, just yesterday speaking out, obviously about the things that we have now gone through. And as I have been saying the entire show and frankly, the work that me and our ensemble cast, there have been two very distinct narratives that have been moving forward. We now know that the American people, the media has, and they, they have not been held accountable all their lies for two-plus years, all their conspiracy theories for two-plus years, um, all of the misinformation for all of this time, but more importantly, those at the highest levels of power that abused that power, that rigged an investigation into one favored candidate, illegally unmasked American citizens, leaked raw intelligence about American citizens, weaponized the powerful tools of intelligence against the American people, abused the greatest trust that we could ever put in anybody in terms of as a country. If they're not held accountable, then America, as this great constitutional republic, the greatest country God has ever given man, will cease to exist and we have, in this case, criminalized political differences on a level this country has never witnessed before. We either hold these people accountable or we will pay a price. Future presidents will endure the same type of, you know, attempt to rig an election first and then undo a duly elected president because they think they knew better. The Vice President of the United States, Mike Pence, is here with us. Uh, Mr. Vice President, always an honor. Thank you so much for being with us. Sean, thanks for having me on. And today really is a great day for America. Uh, I, I said as much as a gathering here in Washington, D.C., but it's a great day for our country, for President Trump, for our administration. And, uh, and let me just say at the outset, uh, when, when we saw 
in the midst of this two-year investigation, reckless accusations, not just by Democrats, but by so many in the media, let me just say thank you to you uh, for the way you stood strong uh, for the facts. You stood strong with this administration and, uh, and, and all of us, I know from the president to me to everyone in the administration are, are just, we're grateful for your voice in the media and it's great to be with you today. Mr. Vice President, um, we had prior to the report that came out yesterday, thank you so much. I mean, it means a lot to me that you say that, but we had, we had an FBI investigation that found no collusion. We had two congressional yep. investigations right. that found no collusion. And yet they, they pursued this with an almost a, a, a psychotic rage um, and an unwillingness to accept the results of the election. What do you think needs to be fixed so this could never happen again? Well, I think I think there's a that's a conversation that everyone needs to have. But I, I'll be honest with you, uh, if if uh, your colleagues in the national media aren't doing a lot of soul searching today, they should start right now. Mr. Vice I mean, President, I don't believe that's going to happen. I, I, there's well, no indication. Look, 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 this this is a day that in the, the 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 Mueller report, the Attorney General's report uh, to the Congress and to the American people. Found that literally, here's two years of investigation, 19 lawyers, more than 500 witnesses, $25 million. They, that the special counsel confirmed what President Trump said all along. There was no collusion between uh, our campaign and Russia during the 2016 election, and the attorney general confirmed there was no obstruction of justice. It is a total vindication. Uh, of the president of our campaign, 100%. of this administration, but it should be welcomed by every American, and it should it should drive the, the you know the the leadership on the air and off the air and networks around the country and newspapers around the country to take a step back and think about what they did. I was looking at some numbers here about the number of stories that ran on the Mueller investigation uh, since September. It was literally in the thousands, and you saw, you know, we, Karen and I, when we settle in for the evening, we turn on the TV and fire up the TiVo, and we always catch the opening monologue of your show, and it was just a, to be honest with you, Sean, it was an oasis in a sea of acrimony in the national media. And now that these allegations have been discredited, uh, it, it's time for the national media to take a step back and to ask themselves why they were so quick to assume the worst about this president, uh, our administration, our campaign. I mean, the American people deserve better. I mean, what, what the national media and the Democrats put this country through in the last two years should invite a reckoning in the national press. And for the Democrats, look, let me be very clear. You, you look at what, and no, no one does a better job listing the accomplishments of this president and this administration better than you on the airwaves. I mean, oh, I just, I, 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 I tell the truth. Yeah, it's not well, that hard. Yeah. Look, this president said we're going to rebuild our military, largest investments in our national defense since the days of Ronald Reagan. Our economy is roaring through tax cuts, deregulation, 
unleashing American energy, has a record number of conservatives appointed to our federal courts. America's standing tall in the world again. We're seeing we're seeing long-term challenges on the foreign stage all of a sudden begin to open up the possibility of peace and resolution. All of that is a testament to what the president uh, has been able to do over the last two years, despite the fact that, that so many in the national media, uh, present company accepted, Sean, largely ignored what the administration was accomplishing for the American people. 5.3 million new jobs created, wages rising at the fastest pace in more than 10 years, and including the wages are rising most rapidly among blue-collar Americans. The forgotten men and women of America are forgotten no more. There's an incredible story of success uh, of this administration. And what I want your listeners to know is that now now the Mueller report is, is published, the Justice Department has made drawn their conclusions and, and released them to the public. It isn't that we're going to start focus. We're going to keep doing what President Trump and I and this administration have been doing since the first day of this administration. We're going to keep looking for ways to make America more safe, more secure, more prosperous for every American. And if the Democrats well, let me want ask to spend you. more time on discredited allegations, if the media wants to continue to run down this same pathway, I look. I, th- I think the American people know better. The American people are are going to they're going to they're going to welcome this president's re- determination to continue doing what we've done since day one. I agree with you, Mr. Vice President. It is a historic day that that the truth came out here. But I am very concerned about the following because if we don't put in place checks and balances, so this could never happen again in America. You know, when you think about. You know, everybody from the attorney general of the United States, Loretta Lynch, and an FBI director, you know, rigging an investigation into Hillary Clinton because they favored her um, as the primary was rigged, uh, spying on an opposition party during a presidential election year by committing a fraud in multiple ways on the FISA court by omission, by not telling the court who paid for the dossier and representing that the dossier was true when we now know it's unverifiable, its author doesn't stand by it, denying an American citizen Carter Page due process, denying a free and fair election to Donald Trump and his supporters because they were leaking this information to the press, and and literally using that to bludgeon a president for two plus years, you know, right. James Comey signed off on the dossier uh, applica- FISA application in October 2016. And in January 2017, President-elect Trump was told the Trump Tower, it's it's not verified, but salacious. He said the opposite three months earlier to the court. How do we what what should we do going forward to hold everybody accountable? Well, the first thing we've done is install the kind of leadership in Attorney General Bill Barr, renewed leadership at the FBI. We've moved out these bad actors, including Jim Comey, from the FBI. But look, to your point, the American people have a right to know. Uh, and, and we welcome Senator Graham's call. 
uh, for further investigations into into what took place at the FBI. Look, I, I, you know a lot of FBI agents. I travel the country and with FBI agents. The rank and file of the FBI are men and women of tremendous courage, tremendous uh, commitment to law and order and to the American people. But at the top of the FBI, what we've seen, you know, revealed over the last two years is deeply troubling to the American people. And it's it, and and now that the Mueller investigation is completed. Now that the American people have the answers to the questions that were raised ad infinitum in the national media and by our political critics, we ought to we ought to we ought to take the same energy to ask what happened at the FBI and why did it happen? And, and to your point, uh, ensure uh, that uh, it, it never takes place again. To, to have seen individuals in the FBI at the highest level, as these congressional investigations have revealed, in, engaging in, in partisan activities and, and casting aside uh, their, their solemn obligation uh, to, be, to be officers of, of the law. It, um, it, it, there, there, there needs to be an accounting. Uh, there needs to be a reckoning. But I want, I want to assure all of your listeners, the new leadership of the Justice Department, the, the, the leadership that we've installed at the Federal Bureau of Investigation over the last year, it, it's a new day at the FBI. It's a new day at the Justice Department under Attorney General Bill Barr. But we have to find, we have to get answers, and we're going to work with, with members of Congress to get to the bottom of what happened and make sure it never happens again. You know, I received a gift last night from a friend of mine that is in the FBI, and he gave it to me last night for a reason. Because he said, the, he goes, you have no idea, and I think they are the world's premier law enforcement agency, and I have a family that is... They are. They, they absolutely are. And I always said, sir, every night, this is not rank and file. This is not rank and file. I'm, I'm, look, my mom was a prison guard. My dad worked in family court probation. I had a million cops yeah. in my family, and two guys were deity that made it to the FBI. And he said, thank you for sticking up for those of us that have been aghast at what we have uncovered here. And we need to get this right because he's heard me say, and I believe it, that the FBI is the world's premier law enforcement agency, and it must regain that, and the checks and balances must be put in place. Do you agree with that? I, I absolutely do, Sean. We have, we have an obligation to get to the bottom of what happened in 2016 for precisely the, the reasons that you just eloquently described. It, it is in, in keeping faith it's it's in keeping faith with the rich tradition and the men and women of the FBI who every day put their lives on the line. But look, I mean, we've got we've got a director in Christopher Ray, who's a man of integrity, and his and his quiet strength has has been reflected since the first day that he was confirmed to that position. We have an attorney general in Bill Barr, who again, you know, show the the respect that he commands across the spectrum uh, of, of, of justice and law enforcement and in, in producing that public report yesterday. We have taken steps at the president's direction and by his decisions to restore the credibility of the Justice Department and the FBI. But, but to ensure this never happens again, now is the time for us. This, this investigation is now over by Robert Mueller. Now is the time for us to, with renewed vigor, look back give the American people the answers to what happened in 2016 at the highest level of the Justice Department. The American people deserve nothing less. 
You know, Mr. Vice President, Vice President Pence is with us. Um, People often ask me, because I've known President Trump way before he ever thought about running for president. I've known him for well over two decades. And people ask me all the time, well, what's he really like? And it's funny because my friends have other friends that they say, well, what's Hannity really like? A jerk, right? And um, and I, But the word I use to describe him more than any other is he is unrelenting, tenacious, right. and fearless. And I have spoken to him, interviewed him enough in this process to know that the, uh, the amount of pressure that this had to put on his presidency, he never showed it. He just kept working. He kept his head down. I mean, he'd fight back, but... You know, when he's fighting for better trade deals and lower taxes and a border wall to protect us, uh, he's fighting on our behalf. And uh, when he fights other people, it's like I don't expect him to be any different in life. But I've seen I've never he has a quality that I have seen in very few people that he doesn't allow things like this that I think might have overwhelmed others to consume him. He just kept going. No truer words have ever been spoken. You know, I, I'm with the president almost every day when we're both in Washington, D.C. We'll, we'll spend hours together every day. And look, the, the, literally since the outset of this administration, the, the reckless allegations uh, of, of collusion in the 2016 campaign and then obstruction of justice swirled around in the national media. But I've got to tell you, every single day when I walked into the Oval Office in the morning for the first meeting of the day, this president was focused on the issues most important to the American people, focused on providing for the common defense, rebuilding our military, focused on border security and confronting running the crisis of illegal immigration, focused on getting this economy that had been, that had been you know, lackluster growth for years roaring again. And now it's working for Americans. The American dream is roaring back, making sure that we have conservatives appointed to our courts at every level. And then we bid farewell to Prime Minister Bibi Netanyahu from from. The, the West Wing of the White House here at a, at a state visit. He's on his way back to Israel in the wake of the the, the terrible rocket attacks that, uh, that injured seven outside Tel Aviv. This president has engaged the world consistently and has been changing the, the paradigm in so many areas of the world, whether it be Asia-Pacific, with the negotiations we have underway with China, whether it, whether it be a new alignment across the wider Arab world, whether it be North Korea, no more missile tests, no more rockets, no nuclear testing, the hostages are home, and, and Chairman Kim is at the table in, in one area after another, including in our hemisphere, and what we're seeing is freedom is erupting all across Venezuela. This president has never taken his eye off the ball. He stayed focused right where the American people elected to focus, and that is making America safe again, making America prosperous again. And we're going to keep on every day under his leadership working to make, make America great again. Well, I want to say this, too, uh, Mr. Vice President. You know, I've always viewed Bibi as a, you know, up until President Trump got on the scene as a Churchillian figure with moral clarity and understanding of the the evil in our time and the challenges uh, in our time. Uh, he stood alone. Um, but with President Trump, I think there's been an emerging partnership in moving Jerusalem uh, from Tel Aviv to be the, uh, Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, the capital, and more recently, uh, rightly saying the Golan Heights is Israel's. Um, but you two, I, look, I've known all of you, Bibi, uh, the president, and I've known you for over two decades. And uh, I know you never want the credit, but I know the relationship behind the scenes and that you're 
there every step of the way. And, um, you know, the economic success and the success that we've had in making the country safer wouldn't happen without you and your strong contributions and unending support of the president and the country. And uh, we thank you for all of that, too. And uh, today is a big day, but it's also for me very sobering. I never thought this could happen to our country, sir. Never believed this possible. And thankfully, we're on the other side of it. But I feel a very strong urgency that we need to fix it so it never happens again. Uh, couldn't agree more. And, uh, it, you know, I'll end where I began, Sean. Today's a great day for America, for President Trump, uh, for our entire administration. And it really should be welcomed by every American who cherishes the truth. Well, Mr. And Vice President. The integrity of our elections. Thank you for being a voice for truth on the airwaves of America, Sean. We couldn't be more grateful. And there's nobody that's had more moral clarity on life than you. You are a great example to all of us. Thank you, sir, for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. Amazing Hannity tonight at 9. Remember, Rudy Giuliani, Jay Sekulow. Uh, we are loaded up with the best guests, best analysis, and I think we're going to put together the best monologue I think I can ever do. Newt Gingrich, Mark Levin, Lindsey Graham, Meadows, and Jordan. You know, all, w- without these people... We wouldn't be here today. And the fact is, we were right the whole time. But I I will say this, and I I mentioned it earlier in the program, the media is hopeless in this country. That's why I declared them dead so long ago. They won't retract. They won't apologize. They're never going to learn from this. Where is their retraction? Where are their apologies for all their no source, anonymous source, hysteria and insanity? It just where are they? How did they just now move? Well, let's move to the Southern District investigation. Let's move to a new investigation. Let's look into Donald Trump and what 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 he might have done back in high school. Like Mitt Romney cut some kid's hair. Did Donald Trump cut a kid's hair as part of a prank? Problem is, it's not funny when you are abusing the the trust and power of the people, you know, and, and taking advantage. They expect you to be honest and truthful never vetted Obama back in 07 and 08. They, they literally were fawning over him. They never told you eight years after that his, his record was a failure. Why do you think Nicholas Sandman and the Covington kids was such a big story? Because they used a 16-year-old to bludgeon Trump. Why did Je- Jeff, uh, what's his name? Uh, Smollett, that guy's name. Wait, remember Jesse Smollett? Why Jesse Smollett, why in his particular case, did they want to believe him so bad? All started with Richard Jewell. You've heard they're wrong about all of these cases. Wrong about the Cambridge police. Wrong and what happened in Ferguson, Missouri as a result. What happens when they build up expectations of results that are never coming, uh, like Baltimore or Trayvon and George Zimmerman? You know, what what happens to, to young kids when they rush to judgment, deny due process and the presumption of innocence uh, to Duke lacrosse kids or to Justice Kavanaugh or to Robert Bork or to Clarence Thomas? This is generations of failure that is uh, allowed to continue. You know, the very media that laughed at the idea that Donald Trump could, would ever run, run Donald, run, they said. Never taken the time to ever cover the president's accomplishments because that goes against their political narrative. That's why they fell for every lie, every, every, you know, an anonymous source. That's why they were breathlessly reporting every second minute hour of every single day what they did, ignoring what would get them Pulitzer Prizes. In their cases, the biggest abuse of power, corruption, 
scandal in American history. You know, the media and the extreme radical socialist Democrats, they are one entity. It's like two shall become one. The spiritual manifestation of God joining two people. They shall be one. You know, I and my father are one, the Bible says. You know, well, okay, the media and the extreme radical democratic socialists, they are one. You know, remember when they said, it's manufactured. They all say the same word. They're one entity. You know who they're not serving? You, we, the people. Listen to this. I wouldn't be surprised if, for example, this week on Friday, he is going to be delivering what I think are going to be his indictments, the final indictments. I would not be surprised if there were a number of indictments that still were going to come down the pike. My takeaway is there's a very real prospect that uh, that he may be the first president uh, in quite some time to face the real prospect of jail time. Do you agree with Congressman Adam Schiff, who is going to be the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, that President Trump could be uh, indicted and possibly face jail time after he leaves office? Yes. Absolutely. I think he can be looked at and perhaps even charged with obstruction of justice. This is evidence of willingness to commit collusion. If this BuzzFeed News report is true, then we are likely on our way to possible impeachment proceedings. If this story is true, we must begin impeachment proceedings. Uh, this is suborning perjury. I think there's no question it's an impeachable offense. And at that point, we are in high crimes and misdemeanor, and we are in impeachment We're, territory. Right. Oh. Impeachment is the remedy. I mean, the president can't... It's the only this. remedy. The spirit of what Trump did is clearly treasonous. This is moving into perjury, false statements, uh, and even into potentially treason. There's outright treason. I mean, there is no question. I think he's feeling the noose around his neck. The, the noose is tightening, oh. and I think they're shocked that the noose is tightening. He feels the noose is tightening. The noose is tightening. The sound of hoofbeats of all those investigations catching up with Donald Trump must be loud in his ears. Hmm. Do you think at the end of the day, if Trump chooses the country over his own family, is that a good thing? Yeah. Or would you rather him vice versa? Well, I think they're all going to end up together in prison, and maybe that's a good thing. Oh, my thing. God. <laughs> all right, that's your media. That is your Democratic Party. They are one, and they are corrupt and dishonest, and they have betrayed the American people on a level, on a scale that is so spectacularly dangerous if we want to remain the Democratic Republic we are. Uh, all right, let's get to our busy phones here. All right, Rod, we really haven't been covering this, but yes, Michael Avenatti has been uh, in, indicted, I guess, what, for trying to extort money from, from Nike? He's also got tax evasion. He's filed mm-hmm. taxes, fake taxes for years he didn't even actually file, so he filed fake paperwork. You know, I'm going to I'm going to surprise everybody again. I don't take any pleasure or joy in people going to jail and and having their lives wrecked and ruined. It's just sad. The whole, you know, the whole sordid, you know, Michael Avenatti nonsense is ridiculous. Uh Rod in California, thanks for checking in. Thanks for your patience. Sean Hannity, you are a great American. And on behalf of all conservatives on the West Coast, I want to thank not only you, but your entire team for keeping your faith through this entire debacle. And I think it is just precious, precious that the first indictment that comes down after the Mueller report comes out is from the biggest critic that Donald Trump has had in the last two years, and that is Michael Avenatti. I think it is just awesome the fact that he is just filth and 
what do they say? Things that happen in the dark will eventually have the light shown on them, and the light is glaring brightly on Mr. Avenatti today. And I am just I'm sorry. I'm spiking the football and I'm taking I'm taking glory in the fact that he is the first of the dominoes to start falling because Donald Trump keeps winning and the people that keep attacking him will continue to lose. I honestly look a lot of my friends want me to spike the football and have been saying it. I don't know. I maybe it's because I've been so immersed in this rod for all these years and all that I know that has been done, and I feel like me and this ensemble cast that I keep telling you about that has been such a big part of making, you know, there, there were two narratives running in America, and there was, you know, a very small group of us that were on one side that had real evidence and that kept pounding and pounding away at the truth, and another side, the 99% that were wrong. And we knew they were wrong the whole time, you know, and maybe I'm supposed to, maybe I should feel good that we were right. But I feel like if we don't get it right, I just think the, the, the long-term damage and ramifications for this country are so severe, you can't recover. We better get the checks and balances correct in this country. It is, you know, when, when you give power to these people, High individual, the upper echelon FBI, DOJ, the intel community, and they use it as a weapon against the American people. And they think that we smelly Walmart, you know, shoppers, the, the irredeemable deplorables that cling to our God, our guns, our Bibles, our religion. And they turn because they're smarter than us and they rig an investigation. They for, for the favored candidate, try to rig an election, and then when it's when it doesn't come out their way, then they try to undo the will of the people. That is exactly what has happened here. And we've been saying it with evidence for a long time. And now it's time to get it right. 800-94. Thank you for the call, Rod. 800-941-SEAN. Toll-free telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. All right, I don't miss tonight's monologue on TV. We have got to now step up and handle all that needs to be handled, or we're going to lose the country. Jay Sekulow, Rudy Giuliani, Newt Gingrich, the great one, Mark Levin tonight, Senator Lindsey Graham, Mark Meadows, Jim Jordan, all of who played a huge role in helping us get to the truth. And by the way, our team of those that have helped us will be on radio and TV tomorrow. You know, the Greg Jarrett's and everybody else, uh, John Solomon's of the world. That's 9 Eastern tonight, Hannity on Fox. See you then, back here tomorrow. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more more details. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink. 
under the thumb of the IRS and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. Right now, GoldCo is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how to get started today. That's HannityGold.com. You know, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they support America's greatest heroes, U.S. service members and first responders that die or are catastrophically injured in the line of duty, and they help our homeless vets as well. Now, these are the heroes that we all owe a debt of gratitude to. Now, the Foundation's Gold Star, their fallen first responders, smart home, homeless veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us by the men and women that risk their lives and their bodies for our country and our communities. Now, the Foundation's Never Forget programs, they engage people in 9-11 remembrances all across the country with over 80 runs and walks and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues. They have their Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute to educate our kids, K-12, through about America's darkest day, all while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. Anyway, we hope you'll join all of us here at Team Hannity and commit to 11 bucks a month so they can continue this great work. Go to their website, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. 